This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves Hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> wow, this is the weirdest mic stand yet. I don't know what to do with it, so I'm going to pull it out. How many times have you said that? Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the UCB Theater. Uh, a live audience is here for my podcast, I Love Movies. Let's, let's hear it for you for coming Woo! in. Let's hear it for you. Let's hear it from you. Um, and uh, we've got, I've got a couple of great guests that are come out here in a second, but I, uh, at the first part of the show, I'd like to just make a few uh, uh, announcements and proclamations that I've written down on some post-its, because I'm a professional 
Humoridian. And my uh, CD, Professional Humoridian, is currently available at astrecords.com. Uh, like I said, we're at the UCB Theater. My show, The Benson Interruption, uh, uh, happens uh, live here at the UCB Theater on the second Monday of each month at 11 p.m. Yeah, it's a late show on a Monday, so we'll see how that works out. <laughs> and, uh, and my final announcement that I want to make is that uh, I Love Movies, is go we're going to start taping two episodes a month starting in September. So live audience, come back for those, and listening audience, listen twice as often. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, Tropic Thunder. Uh, as we are recording this, opens uh, this evening at midnight. Has anyone seen it already? A few people. Good for you. And very excited about it. Um, I might add, <laughs> I would imagine that our microphones didn't even pick that up. But there were seven lackadaisical reactions to having already seen it. Uh, it'll knock your dick in the dirt. That's what I'll say about it. It is a lot more violent and action-y and war-y uh, than I expected. But also, spoiler alert, there is a subplot involving a mentally challenged man who does not exist. He's a character played by Ben Stiller within the movie, because Ben Stiller is an actor in the movie, and he also plays this uh, retarded character, retarded fellow, and <laughs> the joke in the movie is that, you know, it's... A thing you do to win Oscars is to play a retarded person, and it's a very—it's one of the funniest jokes in the movie that he goes overboard and is way too retarded. <laughs> and another character has to point out that you need to pull back on the retardation a little bit; that you have to go Forrest Gump strength uh, in order to be uh, beloved and successful and win an award. And when you go full-blown retard, so anyway. It's funny, and I don't want to ruin too much of it, but I will say this, that uh, now there's a group that plans to boycott the movie on behalf of the retarded. And my argument is this. It's an R-rated movie. Most retards are under 18. <laughs> so I don't see what the problem is. They're not going to see it. My guests tonight... Oh my God! This is exciting. I don't even. I'll do it in alphabetical order. This first gentleman was a writer on the amazing cult classic Mr. Show, and also appeared in it, and is the curator of uh, Comedy Death Ray every Tuesday night here at UCB in Los Angeles. Please welcome Scott Ackerman, everybody. <laughs> Scott Ackerman is here. Yeah, sit next to me. Oh, I like my. it. You wore your choo-choo hat. <laughs> and, uh, choo choo. <laughs> and also, That's why I say when I wear the hat. <laughs> what? And also joining us, <laughs> also here this evening is a fellow you might recognize from being the voice of a disgusting rat in a restaurant and a delightful human being on <laughs> King of Queens. Ladies and gentlemen, Patton Oswald is here. <laughs> Holy crap! Here we go. Hey, Patton. Oh, you're dressed up. Yeah. You just flew in? You just landed at LAX? I landed at LAX. Yeah, it's 
You guys can just take those out of the stands oh, okay. and talk. Will do. Stand-up style. Oh, nice. uh, so you, uh, were you in first class? Did you dress nice for the plane? Yes. Uh, I, I did a spats-only flight. There's a new, uh, <laughs> they have this new thing because of JetBlue. Now they have the other spectrum, which is spats, top hats, and canes. <laughs> and, uh, but you were on the flight that you only wore spats. Yes. Nothing else. I, they, exactly. And you, ha- you have to wear spats. And just bats, but you also have to, you can't get on the plane, you have to give your card to the butler, and then he sees you in and announces you on the plane. It's very nice. I like it. You actually have cards made just for that. I, yeah, they're, but they're only good for the plane. You, yeah. you have to make them for the plane. You have to have your flight number stand. On in. the back, there's a watermark that yeah. says plane only. It was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, was $17,000 one way, uh-huh. but it was really worth it. I just, it felt special. How much you know? was it round trip? Uh, round trip, you know what? When they, when I asked, do you guys need me at all? They, uh, hey buddy, I could take so off. Tell if me you want. more. Well, <laughs> if you want to yeah. do this interview, tell me more about your lie. Keep going on that. <laughs> was thing you're making up. Was the butler's name Alfred? Let's talk about Dark Knight already. Wow. <laughs> yeah, segue time. Wow, movies. Let's do it. Let's talk about they Dark Knight, you, you well guys. In your dojo. First of all, how many times have you seen it, Patton? Uh, twice. Yeah, me too, Scott. Once! Loser! <laughs> Are you going to see it again in a motion picture theater? I feel like I am, but I just have never done it. You better. <laughs> and uh, IMAX the first time or never? No, uh, never. Yeah, I haven't IMAXed it yet. I want oh, to IMAX guys. it. Yeah, yeah. Let's That's, go tomorrow. This is one of the few movies. It's worth the trip. It's It's worth... Dealing with Universal it's worth or the bridge. Because we have to go to Mexico, right? Yeah, That's you have IMAX, to. I'm have to buy a Spats-only flight to Nogales. <laughs> make cards. I saw it at the uh, at the Universal City Walk, which is one of the worst places. Not just to see a movie, just to go. Just on period. <laughs> just to actually be a human being alive. Is, it's it's horrible. horrible. It is truly horrible. And it was so... I mean, there, the first shot of the movie, which, which is in IMAX, the audience gasped. Has anyone here seen it in IMAX? Do you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. The first, it's the shot. It's it's nothing crazy going on. It's nothing, but the way that it's angled, you're you're just oh wow, that's really yeah yeah fucking scary. That's you're like deal. I this not have be gotten a big this deal. high before. Coming yeah to yeah. See this. <laughs> this is messed up. I I, I, uh, I, 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 uh, I saw uh, Jurassic yeah. Park three in an IMAX and didn't care for it, and so I oh. figured I don't like IMAX theaters. <laughs> I think it was IMAX's fault. Yeah. Not the plastic they dinosaur made. heads being shoved under the doors in that movie. God, it looked like a Christian haunted house. Some of those scenes were so lame. It really did. Here's what happens if you believe in evolution. I just remember that William Macy was in that, and around that time I'd finally decided that William Macy has Todd Glass's mouth. When, did, when did you same, kiss William yeah, Macy? When did, that, yeah. <laughs> what? when did you kiss William yeah. Macy? Uh, <laughs> same night I kissed Todd Glass. Wow. But no, they have that, and it would be actually Bill Macy would be a good Batman. He's got like Batman mouth. He's got like <laughs> no, he doesn't. You do too, Patton. You got a good Batman mouth. Oh, no, yeah, I have a, I have like a wide like you got Harold Bloom mouth. Look at him. This look is at a, him. No. Look at him. That'd this is good. a mouth that should be criticizing like bad poetry, not threatening criminals with smoke bombs. It should be saying, I thought the meter was lacking in direction. That's the kind of mouth I well, have. What I, if you uh, did both? I saw. There you go. That'd be great. <laughs> Last December, when they showed uh, 
ten minutes, the first te- the first reel, if you will, yes. of uh, the Dark Knight before I Am Legend. I saw that in IMAX, and I saw that whole bank sequence that's at the beginning of the movie, and then I Am Legend started, and I screamed, fuck you, I Am Legend. <laughs> I, want, I want Time Machine now. <laughs> I need to see this goddamn movie. I just remember... It was so amazing. The weekend it came out, I saw it earlier in the week that it came out, and then I was in Irvine, at the Irvine Improv, the Friday that it came out. So I was talking about, because when I was walking through the spectrum... There's all place all dropper. These, yeah, exactly. I'm hanging out there on Spectrum, and uh, a little disdainful sniff. And uh, I just saw all these families in line to go see the the PG-13 Dark Knight. Yeah, little and, kids. Oh man! I, and I, I was on stage saying, "Folks, do not take it. This is like this is like taking them to see a snuff film. They managed to make a PG-13 snuff film. It's so psychologically fucked up." It's not, it's not violent, but like people will go off screen and then teeth and limbs will start flying on screen. So it's, just, it's perfect for kids to fill in really awful things in their heads. Some people would say that it is morally irresponsible to make a PG-13 Batman movie that's so nihilistic. What would you say to that? Name Doug Benson. some of those people. <laughs> he turned it on you. Now let me ask the audience, uh, who has still not seen Dark Knight and also would be upset if we ruined parts of the plot? In this audience. Wow, no everyone's seen it. Finally, Let's do it. Finally. Wow. It's been out for four weeks, and that's yeah. the first audience I've been in front of that doesn't have a bunch Wah. of people going, clapping and going, don't spoil it. And then I go, listen, I have important jokes I want to tell <laughs> about Batman dying. Yeah. That was a crazy twist. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm tired of keeping my mouth shut. And four the weeks Joker after putting Empire Strikes mask. Back, everybody knew. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God, that'd be great. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? Now, what's this rumor I heard? Mm-hmm. Did you guys hear this, that T.J. Miller has already been cast as the Joker in the next movie? Yeah, no. That's you heard true. that? Who's T.J. Really? Miller? Why are you saying that? <laughs> I don't know. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> who's T.J. Who's Miller? He was a comedian. He was comedian, in uh, uh, the monster movie. He was in Cloverfield, Cloverfield. and uh, uh-huh. Carpoolers. Uh-huh. But, He's got a similar but maybe haircut it's just to a rumor. Maybe it's just a rumor. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. I bet you I was at a party and someone was like, oh, T.J. Miller should play Joker in the next movie. And you remember and I was like, <laughs> from the, the next trades. day I was like, T.J. Miller's going to play the Joker. And then I, it's right. I, you're right. I just saw him yesterday and his hair's all greasy and scraggly and long. Well, it's, it's your friend who always talks in news headlines. <laughs> T.J. Miller to play Joker. <laughs> Oh, that's and it always makes me dizzy because whenever he speaks, he's spinning. But um, but Dark Knight is clearly the best movie of the year, maybe the best movie of all time. Until until let's not get crazy. Beverly Hills Chihuahua is coming out. So that might topple it. But uh, here's my thing: is that. Four weeks in, it's still number one. Pineapple Express came in number two, uh, op- its opening yeah. weekend. And, and got stellar reviews, was yeah. totally set to Everybody loved to it, win. I can't wait to Except see it. Me. Couldn't do it. But uh, keep keep it to yourself, Scott. But uh, <laughs> You deserve that number two. <laughs> I, can't, wow. I, can't, I can't disparage a movie that's so pro-pot, or mm. ultimately anti-pot, I heard. But anyway. Yeah, oh. We uh, should stop smoking pot! We have to stop smoking pot, everyone. Now that's Rosie Perez. Is yeah. that who you're doing? <laughs> She's in it. That's weird to me. But anyway, playing the same character in every movie, the anti-smoking person at the end. Yeah, with the big like her tits. sixth movie. 
But uh, but it's at four hundred and some million. It's encroaching on. It beats Shrek three. It's encroaching on uh, one of the Star Wars. That's the number so two movie. Do people Shrek tune into this podcast for news? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, because this thing will be posted like three weeks from now. But. My point is... Well, you should give it a screen-by-screen screen average. I mean, your listener is going to be so pissed <laughs> off if they don't... My point is, people, we have the chance here to, to take down Titanic as the most popular movie uh, you of know, all time. You know, we do, yeah. We do. Let's fucking do it already! Finally, people can stop see talking again, Scott, about... Everyone yeah. go see it in IMAX, because that's 15 bucks a throw, usually. Oh, man. So that's going to throw money, more money into the till. I will say, if you Let's haven't seen it in IMAX, it's a mind fuck. There are scenes that it... Just action-wise, it's a mindfuck. It's the same movie, but just bigger, though, right? But, no, no, but, no. A dick comes but, out and goes into your yeah, ear, it goes oh! in. and you get completely mindfucked. No, I think, I think Nolan has seen movies in IMAX and then, oh, they just fucking made it bigger. So there are scenes he shot just for IMAX that take advantage of the fact that it's suddenly going to be huge. Like when he's up on rooftops and you're looking down seemingly miles and you're oh fuck this does is it get all really of the sudden get bigger in the IMAX theater does it yes. like take you out of it's the movie? not totally IMAX the whole time there's just right. certain sequences just like if you're reading a, a comic you turn the page some of the panels are bigger why not do it in a comic book movie it works nerd yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to read Will Eisner's graphic storytelling uh, volume <laughs> 22 you would know that the complexity of Malice. Mar- Please let me finish argument. Different box sizes could break the read. All right, so here's the other thing. Here's one of the other things I want to get started. Sure. I want to start a campaign that will involve me doing absolutely nothing but speaking about it right now. Where so we, we don't allow any, started. We don't allow any other actor to play the Joker. Like the Joker's just gone now. Like we just don't He's see him again up, ever. Hear his voice. Any maybe. other but T.J. Miller. <laughs> Is that what if it's if it's my friend T.J. Miller, then okay. But no, seriously, no Joker from now on, right? Yeah, it's just he's in Arkham Asylum. And what villain do we go to next uh, to help well, out? They can bring back Chris Raza Nolan. Ghoul. Listens to this, by the what way. About, what about Lex Luthor? Oh, Scott. <laughs> dear sweet innocent Scott. <laughs> well, he's he's in there. Fucking. You know, I they DC should do the shit that Marvel's doing now, which is. You know, in every one of your superhero movies, you have other people that you're going to spin off into other movies, and then promise the you know the nerds a huge Avengers thing down the road. But that's fucking. First of all, that Nick Fury scene at the end of Iron Man was. I was like, I sat through 15 minutes of credits for this bullshit. Like it was ridiculous. Like I'd heard there's a scene at the end. And I waited for it, and then nothing interesting happened. It was happened. a powerful scene, yeah. though. Uh, he walked in and said something. I think I'm going to leave this podcast before it gets ugly. I'm just going to... You love that? Did that. you love that? I fucking loved it. Okay, but... Come on. But how about Iron Man in The Hulk? Did you loved love it. that? That was the only good part of the movie for me. <laughs> I was watching that. Just going, oh fuck, this is great. They're going to start tying them all together. I was watching that movie, going, I want the movie to be about that dude. Yeah, that's the interesting guy. Exactly. And now (laughs) the new Wolverine movie has Deadpool in it, and they're going to start just linking all these guys up. It's got an entire Clint Eastwood movie in it. Yes. (laughs) Jim Carrey is back, lip syncing. It's going to be great. I don't think I can see it because I think I'm committing suicide (laughs) before you stop talking. (laughs) But they're promising. It's like they're building up. A huge nerdgasm like three summers now. They're yeah, but how could it be better than Dark Knight? How could it possibly be better? I mean, the Watchmen, thing about, what about Dark... Watchmen. Watch, I saw the, I the went to Comic Con and saw the, saw the other Knight, trailer yeah. of it. 
uh, like other, the expand- other trailer? Well, yeah, he made an expanded trailer. Where? Of it. What'd you think of that? At Comic Con. Oh. Showed <laughs> mm, who's the nerd all of a sudden? I went out and. Wait a minute! I you. brought some fruit roll ups and Gatorade to sustain myself in the heat while I was in line and, uh, you know, made a plan and saw it through. I Thank may you. have we sat there for two hours. We were all at Comic Con. We can't really <laughs> toss nerd stones right now. Then afterwards, I ate gloating nachos. But yeah, they showed. Uh, I got my picture taken with eighteen hundred Princess Leia's. Did you see that? What? The, all the Princess Leia's? There was a lot of them. They get. Ga- they all gather at a certain point. They gather at a point. There's a slave Leia. Did somebody lay down they, with a boner, they, just ready. <laughs> no, Doug. They gather at a certain point in Scott's mind. It's that you can't go. Um, no, they all go to like the Star Wars booth, and they they had a huge picture taken of all the uh, slave layers. How many were there? Do you think there's two? And then they have the uh, how many? How many smelled good out of the two? <laughs> half a one. Only one smelled the like bullion. Half a one. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, your lower half smells great. Yeah, it masked the upper half a little bit, but not totally. I loved. It. I did know Leia smelled like soup mix. <laughs> All right, back to Dark Knight. Yes, I can't uh, stop talking about Dark yeah, what Knight. What are your jokes, by the way? You say you I have, have all these. What do you mean? I don't have jokes about Dark Knight. I have questions about Dark Knight. <laughs> Deep searching questions. Yeah, that, that hopefully now, bigger, bigger nerds than I can answer. Are you going to see it again? I'm going to see it as many times as I have to Good to man. beat Titanic. Wow. <laughs> A one man. If yeah. I just have to stand there, I'll have I think one what? ticket to all showings today, please. <laughs> I think if you see it 100 million more times, it'll do it. <laughs> it would do it, yeah. It will beat Star Wars, it looks like. That, yeah, that makes me very it, happy. I think it could beat Titanic. People are down on it, but uh, 20, it made like 24, 28 million this last weekend, and I think it could do it. <laughs> I'm praying it could do it. What's going to open? Gonna you know, the Olympics are happening right now. Our country is going for You're like, come on, Batman. Our country. <laughs> you can do it. Our country. I don't think of athletes as being. Oh, God. Why did I get him started on this? I was watching the Olympics athletes last night and bags. the gymnastics guys, and I was like really pulling for them. I'm like, oh, man, it's awesome. They got so the you were masturbating? Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, they got I'm the pulling pro- for my yanks. It was right there. <laughs> It they was got, right there, Scott. They got the bronze medal, and then one of the athletes like looks in the camera and goes, "That's how we roll." Oh no! Oh. And then check this out. Oh. <laughs> Ten minutes later, they celebrate because they actually officially won. He leans in and goes, "That's how we roll." One more time. He's the "That's Maybe how we he roll" thought guy. The cameras the were rolling the last time. Or? Wow. Do you think he'll be embarrassed when he like looks back on this? No in, way. In one year. <laughs> he'll never be embarrassed. That was, yeah. that was an awesome thing to well, say. Well, who do you think should be the villains in the third one? I was one? watching uh, oh, sorry. Jerry Maguire the other day. Oh, why? It's really watchable. Okay. It is. If, you, if you're a you person saw... that has the capacity to love. Oh, that, no. <laughs> Your heart is not made of shit. No, that died in chorus camp. <laughs> so but, long ago. But there's this, you know, a lot of the dialogue's very clever, and it's got, gone into the, you know... Uh, stratosphere. Stratosphere and the zeitgeist, and people <laughs> talk about it, and they quote it all the time. But do you remember how uh, Cuba Gooding kept saying, I need to have Quan? Yes. He kept saying that, like, he, he's intentionally mispronouncing coin in, in, a, in a sentence that where it didn't, coin didn't even belong. I never got that from it, but yes, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> 
wasn't he? Wasn't it supposed to be like, because no, he's saying, I want was, the money, and then he says, I need Quan. No, I Cameron thought it was, was He based that on an athlete he was interviewing, and this guy says, I got this thing, I call it my Quan. And it's just, it was just a word. That somebody? No, it was a word that some athlete made up, and he goes, I made up this thing called Quan, and if I focus on it, then that's what I focus on. Like, I need my Quan. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, and oh, I'm just going to take that. Cuba Gooding Jr. says it over and over again in the movie, and every that, time you that can, athlete you can, might have thought he was. You, uh, you can made hear up a that. Word you can hear that word hitting the ground and causing a dent in the floor because it just now it's like what is he talking like it didn't catch on like you complete me and had me at hello and I want the money I show want the me money. the money I want the wow I want the fucking money. I want the money. you showed it to me now give it to me why are you just showing me money that is the weirdest thing you were just that's like, what Tom Cruise should have done he's like here's some fucking money look at it bitch like but anyway. my grandfather quoting movies I love that <laughs> Remember when he says, hey, Luke, I'm your dad. Remember that in uh, Empire? That was something else. How about it? Hey, Luke, I'm How your about daddy-o. in Wizard of Oz when she said, there's no place like it, Holmes? <laughs> I actually, I was uh, waiting tables when Jerry Maguire was out, and there was a table of old ladies who, the entire time I was serving them, told the entire plot of Jerry Maguire, and it took the entire That's dinner. That's a complicated plot to tell, because, yeah. like, Jerry kind of likes her, then he yeah. thinks he loves her, but then it he's not the so entire, sure. It took the entire dinner, and then the old lady said, so he finally comes back and says a whole speech about how he loves her. He wants to be with her. And she says, you know what? You lost me at hello. <laughs> Got me back through a boring speech. And her, and her companions just sort of looked at her like, what is this fucking movie you're telling us about? That sounds horrible. So he loses? She was also the woman who said, uh, her companion said, I love to go to the 99 cent store. And she went, hmm, I'd prefer the 98 cent store. <laughs> Jewish? That's not Jewish? about movies. Was she Jewish? Might have been. Um, this is Sherman Oaks. Terrible stereotype. Okay, so the scarecrow in Dark Knight. Yes. What's going on there? I loved it. I, I love the fact that. That's their way of saying he was this big villain mm-hmm. in the first one, and now things are going to get worse. Now, you know, Batman's getting better at what he does, so that's it's like that, that was like an open mic for a comedian. Now he's like, I'm beyond that, and now he's got to go do Letterman, and that's the Joker. And he's why like, would he oh, be shit, like I'm with nervous. a team of, of Batman impersonators though? Like, and not like that, why is he suddenly was, he trying to fight bad guys? He wasn't with the the impersonators. The, the impersonators the, were they putting, just showed up trying to fight him. He was there him. trying to make a drug deal. You've seen this twice, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, the wow. second time I saw it, I was like, okay, so Scarecrow's there already, and then they show up, but he's just made, like, he's so, like, I thought he was put away in a psychiatric institution at the end no, of the first one. No, he rode away in the first one, remember? He, he vanished he rode away the on a horse? Screaming, he got tasered in the face. So where's his horse? Why does he have a van? Oh. <laughs> Probably traded it for the van. That's but also, you trade when they up. pulled the thing off, and it's like, and it's like, oh, that's really Scarecrow, mm-hmm. and they pull the other guy's masks off, and they're just like, dudes... Like it, the who, whole. Thing who did you want him to be? He, he's trying to start <laughs> another Cillian criminal Murphy. game. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Murphy and he. Did you uh, want it to be other famous people? Like that's Paul Lind. No, but it's the guy. Who, <laughs> but like, hey there. Who else? I thought the there was a truck behind me, and I liked it. But like, with, <laughs> hey fella, more like scare blow. You know what I mean? Come on. Paul Lind, how many times uh, on the average does a ram make love? <laughs> I don't play football. <laughs> 
But between, now argue this with me, between 28 Days Later, Batman Begins, and Red Eye, that guy's a fucking amazing actor, huge star, yes. made all those movies great, and now he has one scene where they take the mask off him and he sits there and goes, I'm, I'm Scarecrow. <laughs> or he doesn't even say that, he just right. sits there like a fucking extra. Well, because After what that, they were planning to do was... They for the third movie. Can you tell the story? Well, I mean, this was one of the plots that were See, kicking I around. You might was know that, this inside nerd shit. Well, I, I don't want to like because now it's, of course it's all changed. But the whole third movie was going to be uh, it was going to be a giant. Once they lock up the scarecrows, just like it's going to be wire, a giant. He was going to start building a army of villains around him, and then there would be a huge mob war between Two Face, Joker, and the scarecrows forces for control of Gotham. And in the middle of it. Because remember at the end that Batman is kind of a criminal? Yeah. Batman just decides, fucking, I'm just going to take over the underworld and I'll clamp down on it. So he, it, it becomes this four-way mob war. Because, because you can't defeat the, the underworld. You can just take it over and then control it. But they just like, like they, could have, they could have given Scarecrow it's exactly like Daredevil. They could have given Scarecrow a few lines. They, they could have given him a <laughs> few lines. Wrong. He couldn't have just been sitting there with a couple of broke dick Batman impersonators. Like yeah. like they weren't really setting that up very well. well then, give give him a soliloquy. Doing. I say he yeah. he sprays a few guys and they freak out. But he then, does, and it's like is that guy pretending to be Scarecrow or is that really? Scarecrow? But he's also permanently terrified of Batman now because he got dosed with his. Remember in the first movie, he got dosed with his own shit. That's continuity, true. man. <laughs> But if he's permanently scared of Batman, why would you continue to do drug deals in Gotham? Why would you fucking move? Move to Metropolis. Okay, next or question. Coast City. <laughs> next question, or, nerds. Hang on. How hang about on, Hub nerds. City or Opal City? Got those. That's true. <laughs> why does the mayor of Gotham wear eyeliner? <laughs> he wear. You have to admit he wears is he, less is it, than is in Is he lost. super into Morrissey because he's Mexican? <laughs> That's probably They're true. setting him up for the third movie to be Thin King Tut. He's going to be. They're going to bring that villain back from the TV show. Thin King so Tut. Thin King Tut. Thin King Tut. Yeah, why don't, why don't they make like Egghead the villain in the third one? Just oh. like oh, totally wacky with it. Because you know how like I this is the biggest. The, I never jump in movies anymore because it's always a cat or some shit, you know, and it's always some horrible Japanese knockoff. Like movies don't make me jump anymore. Mm -hmm. But when the mayor the is looking out the window, say, what if you hear the Neutron dance or the? Well, then I'm on my feet. Right, there you go. But <laughs> but. That scene where the mayor's looking out the window and he's just talking oh, pretty yeah, casually and then the body, the Batman body slams against the window. The BB. I jumped the first time because I was going, why is the mayor wearing eyeliner? And it totally distracted me. And then the second time I jumped again because I was still like, why is the mayor wearing bat eyeliner? Does he want people to think he might be the Batman? Because Batman has to put black shit around his eyes because this cowl thing is kind of... See, I have a theory about him is that his eyes just naturally have that. I remember Jay Johnson on Mr. Show could always had to dark or uh, lighten, lighten his, his lips. His lips. lips. Because it looked like he was wearing lipstick in every shot. He just had like naturally rosy lips. I feel like he has like some he tattooed his uh, makeup on. The mayor on. did or, yeah. or Nestor, Nestor? No, Nestor. Nestor did Nestor that? Yeah, he tattooed his makeup on. He didn't look on. like that on suddenly Susan. <laughs> when he walk in every episode and go, Susan. I, I've got a question for you, Susan. And he didn't do it when he was playing Batmanuel on the tick. You think he thought that was a bad yeah, idea? Yeah, I just when he, your ass, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you might have. 
<laughs> I just love the fact that in the in the in the Dark Knight, they kind of use the Joker like the shark in Jaws, where they establish him really early on, and then he can just pop up for any in in scenes where people are just talking. You can never relax because you're oh shit, that guy's gonna show up and shove something into someone's skull. <laughs> <laughs> so but scary. so like like it's the like I think a lot of the TV shows that have violence in them kind of set the template of like like shows like Buffy kind of set up that Thank you, Professor. Set up that, we, uh, you could, move that you could throw somebody across the room against the wall so hard that it would kill them uh-huh. in a PG thirteen or on television, as long as no blood comes out of them. Yeah, like it's like Dark Knight is well, the like most G.I. violent, Joe. no blood movie ever made. It's it like GI Joe and the A Team, as long as you don't see it actually happening. Yeah, and I and just as long as they always get shot on this part of the arm, you're yeah, fine. But <laughs> Mr. Mr. T was never like uh, after a while they keep getting shot in the really. same spot. I've only got this much ligament left. Mr. T was never like, but I asked for a number one pencil, bitch. <laughs> like, that was a brutal scene. That oh, was amazing. Christ. Ta-da! Gone. Oh, All right, so. All right, let's play the uh, Leonard Malton game, because the last go. show I didn't get to it, and people wrote to me and complained. No, they didn't. Yeah, those people should be seeing Dark Knight over and over yeah. again <laughs> instead of bothering me. But uh, they're, they're nice. All right, here we go. You guys, uh, say your name when you think you know it, and then okay. you can jump in and be the winner. Full name? Nothing. Full names, please. Christian name? <laughs> Full Christian names, because I, I want Patton to win this. His name's shorter than yours. It's a couple syllables shorter, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Wait a minute. All right. Here we go. Coolio. Coolio was in this movie. Okay. Coolio. Uh, Vendela K. Thomason, who I guess was a model mostly known as Vendela. Scott Ackerman. What is it? <laughs> Dangerous Minds. <laughs> Dangerous Minds, really? Wow. I don't know. Coolio's in it. Coolio wasn't in it. He just sang that song for He's it. He's in it. I consider was that he to be one in of the it. students? Was there like some kid behind him, like, going, I can't see around these twigs? <laughs> oh, Patton Oswalt. Okay. Batman and Robin. That's right. The shittiest Batman movie ever uh, made. That's right. Coolio's in that Closing out the thing. Dark Knight edition oh, of I Love Movies. Down. Patton Oswalt, Scott no, Ackerman, everybody. Didn't, I didn't get who's As always, Willem Dafoe is a shithead. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his 